0: The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson.
2: Welcome to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson. And today, we're going to be continuing on our series of Mastering Our Emotions. This is a multi-part series. I hope you've had the opportunity to listen to some of the previous broadcasts about mastering emotions like anger and guilt and shame. And today, we're working our way through some of the more subtle emotions, and we're going to talk about confusion. Confusion is the state of being bewildered, undecided uncertain or unclear about what you're perceiving. Sometimes it results when you have two incompatible belief systems colliding. For example, I know many Christians who believe that God commanded us not to kill each other or to kill anything, but they might be avid hunters, or they have to go to war to protect their country. And that's where conscientious observers came in because they decided to take action on this conflict and to make a decision on whether to choose not to kill or to go to war. And so they came up with this alternative, which was the conscience conscientious objectors. Another example would be the commandment that we have to honor our father and mother. But sometimes that can get a little bit tricky especially if their parenting skills aren't that great. That you know honoring your mother and father does not mean that you have to disempower yourself or do whatever they say without questioning or without following your own guidance. The important thing to remember here is that you must honor yourself first. And then you can honor your mother and father. I can't begin to give you all of the examples I know of having been a lawyer for almost 30 years of what happens when people disempower themselves to other people. And so you can honor them, but that doesn't mean turn off your brain or close your heart so one of the one of the things one of my readers wrote in is is that if you're a vegetarian and your parents tell you to eat bacon, what are you going to do? So you have to decide what your principles are. you have to decide what you stand for. you have to decide who you're going to follow yourself or somebody else Now another reason confusion can come in is where you're afraid of making a mistake, or you're afraid of going in the wrong direction, or you're confused or you're unclear about moral beliefs or conflicting data, conflicting memories. You can have you know physical effects of low blood sugar, fluid imbalances, poor circulation, You could have brain injury or even a stroke. You could have problems with medication. You can have an infection. You can have insomnia. You cannot be breathing properly. All of these things cause confusion. And when we get older in life and Alzheimer's or dementia may set in, that's a sure sign that you may be confused. Of course substance abuse is a big cause of confusion but when you're having physical sources or causes of your confusion you know let's not forget to go seek medical help because if there's a physical reason that you're becoming confused you're having chemical imbalances in your brain or you're not eating properly or you're having some sort of a, a disease or you're having mental problems such as strokes or other things like that, you must go seek medical help. That is not a, That could be a spiritual issue. It could be an emotional issue. But please go see a, a qualified medical provider if your confusion may be physically based. One type of confusion that is more like just forgetfulness or not paying attention causes the lack of the ability to keep track of what's going on. The first cause of this is stress. Because when we're stressed, we release a substance called cortisol in our brain, and it causes memory loss. This may not be life-threatening, but it certainly can cause a lot of problems with focusing or being present or having a firm grasp on what's going on in the present moment. Secondly, anxiety can be distracting. If you're if you, you know we had a show recently on anxiety and the problem with anxiety is if you're constantly being put into some kind of a fight or flight syndrome or your adrenal glands are overworked you know this can cause confusion because your brain is affected you can't focus on what you need to focus on and things can get very confusing and following up on that if you're having severe stress and anxiety especially anxiety attacks and severe stress-responsive, these can cause two reactions, what we call depersonalization or derealization. I used to call this disassociation because this is when you suddenly feel like you're in a dream state or that whatever is happening isn't really real. This can cause significant confusion because the mind acts like It has no idea of what's going on. When we're overstressed and over anxiety, our brain has a defense mechanism where it just basically unplugs. And we're sitting there watching everything as if we're in a nightmare. I know that many times when I had adverse consequences of things that I had done, I would actually zone out, or I would disassociate, and it would take me a while to come back into my body. It would take me a while to refocus on what was going on, especially if it was really bad news. I was, for example, I I was traveling abroad teaching and doing workshops some time ago when my mother died, and when I got the news, i still don't remember a lot about how I got home, but I did get home eventually, and I know I was probably walking around uh, with a very confused state of mind. So when something like that happens, we need to stay present, we need to focus on what's going on around us. You know, it's probably a little more common where we are Experiencing anxiety, and we're not sure why we're experiencing anxiety. If you have what is called general anxiety disorder, you just kind of stay in this state as as a defense mechanism that where you're, you know, you're really afraid that something bad is going to happen, although you have no idea what that might be. But this can lead to an anxious confusion. That makes the anxiety worse because it's a vicious cycle that you become anxious, then you become confused, and you don't know why you're confused, so you become anxious. And you're not, you're afraid to make a decision. You're afraid to do anything. So you basically go into a fetal state, or you disassociate, or you just go into your room and don't don't want to come out. All of these things can be very, very disruptive to your life, and also it distracts you from whatever you need to do to be happy. But the thing I want to focus on today is the confusion that's caused by conflicting beliefs or perception or memories or relationship issues and how you can deal with that, because Basically, on a very general level, confusion starts with your beliefs. What you believe about life has everything to do with how you experience it. For example, do you believe that life is hard? Do you believe that success is very difficult? Do you feel like you're a failure? Do you believe that you're a failure? The truth is, it's just as easy to create a thinking pattern and belief that are positive as those that are negative. It's just how we've been trained, because I know growing up, my parents did their best to raise me and make me better and make me conscious of what I was doing, but they did it in a very critical way, so that taught me to be very self-critical. And that caused a lot of anxiety as I was growing up and maturing. So if you had parents that were always pointing out how you could do something better or that you weren't good enough or that whatever you were doing wasn't good enough, you probably have a good uh, dose of anxiety and confusion because you don't know what to do to feel like your success. One great thing to do is keep a journal of what you think about from time to time. It's very, you know, somebody, one of my teachers, Derek O'Neill, said one time that we have about 60,000 thoughts a day. So it's going to be really hard to write them all down. But if you can just Write down generally what you're thinking about from time to time. It'll give you an idea of whether or not you're focusing on the negative or you're focusing on the positive. Are you focusing on the fact that you're not good enough? Are you focusing on the fact that you're doing the best you can and whatever happens is good? It's just a matter of how you spend your time. You can spend it doing the things that bring you closer to your dreams or you can spend your time seeking immediate satisfaction or comfort. You can believe that life is easy and joyful and just simply sit back and enjoy it. You don't have to be overloaded all the time. Sometimes it's worth sitting back, putting your feet out, and looking out the window. Abraham Lincoln once said that 10 minutes looking out the window is worth an hour of logic. So just let your brain relax from time to time. If you continually think that life is too hard, you will start to feel confused because there's no way to win that game. You are where you are today, right now, because of the choices that you have made in the past. What you're going to experience in the future depends on the choices you make today and the choices you make in the future. You can choose to watch television. You can choose to read a book. You can choose to go out and walk around in the fresh sunshine. You can choose to go ride a bike. Every minute of every day is a choice. You can choose to act on an opportunity or you can choose to sleep in. You can choose to affirm that you are clear or you can think and affirm that you are confused about something. There's nothing hard or complicated about not being clear. It's just the way that you think about it. Unfortunately, The name of the game is we. Nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. And that's probably one of the greatest causes of confusion in today's society because we all want to know what's going to happen tomorrow. Sometimes we can make plans, and life is what happens when we do that. So relax. You don't have to know what's going to happen tomorrow. In fact, that's part of the great mystery of life. That's part of the fun because anything can happen tomorrow. Now, one thing that is a sure cause of confusion is if you blame other people for your situation in life. You have to take responsibility for your circumstances. And if you don't like it, then you have to change the way you think and you have to change your behavior. We get confused because we believe that we have no power over what happens in our life, and we are just victims. Now, there are other reasons that you can become confused, but when we feel like we are losers, when we feel like we have no control, when we feel like that you know, the worst possible thing is going to happen to us, we are going to get confused. I know that one time that when I was afraid, and I was afraid to do anything because I was afraid I was going to make a mistake, that I stayed in a perpetual state of confusion because everything I did, I thought would be wrong. Sigmund Freud said, most people do not really want freedom because Freedom involves responsibility, and most people are frightened of responsibility. Another way to say that, though, is that freedom comes with clarity and choice. If we are clear about what we want, and we're clear about how we want to get it, and we make decisions in alignment with those two principles, then we become free. When we disempower ourselves by blaming others for not getting what we want, we naturally get confused because we have no control. The truth is, we are in full control of how we choose to deal with the current state of our lives. We can decide whether we like what we get, or we can decide that what we get is evidence that we're failures. With the same set of facts, one will empower you and one will disempower you and cause you confusion. You know, one thing I've found that some of the biggest red flags of the fact that we're confused is when we can't trust anyone. The truth is that most people can be trusted to be human. Human. just because they don't do what they promise or behave in unexpected ways doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with us. That doesn't mean that we should get confused. It just means that that other person is being human, just like we are human from time to time. One thing to remember is that we are all doing the best we can, and that surprise is not the same thing as disappointment. The happiest, most successful people are those who are reasonably trusting of their human beings, their friends, their acquaintances. They believe in the good of others as opposed to believing everybody's out to get them. Unhappy people, people who are suffering, are suspicious of everyone they meet and assume that everyone is out to get them and that strangers cannot be trusted. Can you take a moment and feel the difference of how you feel between those two polar opposites? In other words, do you feel uh, comfortable? Do you feel strong? Do you feel enabled and empowered when you believe that people are doing the best they can and we should focus on what we're doing versus just believing that the world is out to get us and that we will never succeed because we're not smart enough or we don't deserve it or we're just too confused which one would you rather feel which one or which thoughts empower you more the truth is is if you're concentrated and focused on being a loser then you're putting out vibrations. You're putting out frequencies that people will pick up on. They will pick up on the fact that you don't trust them and they will act accordingly. The only way you're going to get people to feel comfortable around you is to, be, is to feel comfortable in your own skin. If you're constantly viewing people as threats, they're going to feel that. And they will and you will alienate them and probably prevent any hope or any chance of meeting somebody that can help you grow. So keep in mind that trust is the foundation for cultivating growth and connectedness. When you choose to see the best in others, you end up finding the best in yourself. And the confusion you may be experiencing will evaporate like the morning dew. So it comes down: do you trust yourself? Do you trust that you're going to do the best thing for yourself? And even if you don't, that you will love yourself if you do something that you later may regret. Do you trust yourself to take care of yourself? How do you treat yourself? Do you get enough sleep? Do you meditate? Do you eat healthy or are you just stressed out and confused and totally going down a, the drain? Because it's a decision that you make, whether you choose to trust yourself, you choose to eat healthy, you choose to get enough rest, you do the things that people have said over and over and over again that you need to do to feel good about yourself, or you stay up all night Don't get enough sleep, eat crappy food, and feel miserable. You have to ask yourself a hard question. Are you trying to help others or are you trying to get someone or take advantage of someone? Because if people are taking advantage of you, if people are not treating you the way that you want to be treated, you might want to look at your behavior and how you treat other people. Because one of the principles in philosophy, psychology, and spirituality is that people are mirrors of ourselves. So if you're not, if people are treating you in a way that you don't appreciate or you feel is in a negative way, it chances are this is just a reflection of either how you feel about yourself or how you're treating other people. So if you start helping other people, if you start loving other people, and if you start helping other people, people will respond to that, and they will start to help you, and the confusion will start again to evaporate. Because if you make up your mind, I am going to help somebody today, there's no confusion around that. If you make up your mind that you are going to tell uh, the truth, or you're going to be truthful as much as possible, there's no confusion around that. So we're coming up on a break, and we're going to be talking about some things we can do when confusion hits, but one of the things that you should be asking yourself over the break is, how do I treat other people? Do people appreciate me when I come into the room or do they run for the windows? Are you someone who people want to be around or are you someone that people avoid? And depending on the answers to those questions, these suggestions and techniques I'm going to be talking about after the break will help keep you uh, clear it will help keep the confusion at bay and you will be able to live a happy and focused life so stay tuned for tips on how to shift from confusion to clarity and how to be the best you. we'll be right back
3: It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community.
1: Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN.
3: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
1: You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's toll free, 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to Mr. James Media at gmail.com. That's mr. James at gmail.com. Now,
2: back to the show. And welcome back to Get. Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and today we're going on with our Mastering Our Emotions series, and today we're talking about confusion. And in the early segment, I was talking about where confusion comes from, and I want to elaborate on that a little bit. Confusion can come from a number of different things going on in your head. For example, When you're comparing yourself to others and you're comparing your life, your journey with somebody else's, confusion can manifest in a hurry because what we do is that we believe that somebody else has something that we should have and we're not getting it and we don't know why we're not getting it. Well, the easy answer to that is we're not supposed to have it. We don't know why that person's life is going the way it is. And we don't have a big picture and that person that we're looking at and wanting what they've got, and that's envy, is something that, you know, they may be more miserable than we are. So what we have to do is focus on our own path. Confusion usually happens when we believe that there's not enough good to go around. And this is kind of a uh, theme that echoes through some religions in that we have to act a certain way in order to get something. Because it's not there if we don't act a certain way. My parents taught me that as an early child. If I don't do, if I don't behave, if I don't act the way they want me to, then they're not they're going to take things away from me, or they're not going to give me things that they're giving other to my other siblings. So the problem was is that I couldn't understand and got confused about behavior that I knew to be counterproductive and the rewards. So In the way of philosophers and psychologists, I got attached to the results, and that caused great confusion because in order to get those results, I had to do things that I didn't want to do. So this can cause a great problem, especially at work, because you're in a job and you're told to do something that your conscience, your moral self says, no, don't do, but if you don't do it, you're not going to get a paycheck. So that can cause great confusion. So you have to remember that this is your journey. You are not in competition with anyone. You have to live your life the best way that you know how. You are having these experiences for a reason, to learn lessons on how to be the best person you can be. If you want to measure your progress, compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Another source of confusion is expectation. You expect and need everything to go as planned. But life is often unpredictable. Some of the best moments of your life, some of the greatest teachings and lessons that you will learn won't be the things that you do. It's the things that happen for you. We get attached to the fruits of our actions and our desires. And when we don't get them, we feel like we've done something wrong and we get confused. But the truth is that it may be that the universe is setting up something much better for you, that they're not giving you what you want because there's something better becoming. So spend some time every day thanking God for your many blessings, especially when you're not getting what you want. Because if you can focus on what blessings you're getting versus the ones that you think you want, you will have a much better mindset and you will enjoy your life. And the confusion will be burned away. Another source of confusion is that you're afraid to make a decision because you don't know what the consequences of that decision is going to be. One of the most common battle cries of a disempowered soul is, I'm confused about what to do. It really doesn't matter what you do because whatever choice you make is going to be in your best interest. You cannot make a mistake. You cannot screw it up. Whatever you do is going to teach you something about life and you will become a much wiser person. If you're telling yourself, I'm confused or I don't know what to do, what you need to do is change your self-talk. Start saying to yourself, I am totally clear about this. And I have peace with whatever decision I will make. And then make a decision. You will find that when you just simply make the best decision that you can, that everything tends to work out. There are other things that you can do, such as journaling, meditation, or some of the exercises I'm about to give you that will help you through this confusion. If you need to make a appointment with a counselor or a medical doctor, don't be afraid, do it. Because you may find out that it's a very simple medical issue. And that way you can heal that. You know, sometimes it's because of poor diet or Lack of exercise, or whatever, and you won't get through that without medical help. Then finally, confusion often appears when we don't live up to the expectations of others. Good Lord, I did. I spent my entire childhood trying to live up to the expectations of my parents, and bless their hearts, I couldn't do that. I never satisfied my parents. So, I was spent the first 20 years, 25 years of my life in utter confusion. If we're attached to people pleasing, which is a form of manipulation, then we will often be at odds with what we think people want and what we know is right for us. If we're afraid that we will lose someone's affection, if we are ourselves, then confusion will surely set in because we're not being ourselves. We're trying to be somebody else. We are living a life that we think others want us to live. And how can we possibly be clear about our path or our truth if we're living a lie? It was about 15 years ago when I was a, a lawyer in practicing law with my father and I was totally miserable. I was totally confused. And I was very unhappy because I didn't want to be a lawyer. And I finally started saying to myself, whose life is this? Am I supposed to make myself happy or am I supposed to be miserable trying to make everybody else happy? And when I finally said the truth and I told the truth on myself that I wanted to make myself happy, that's when I quit practicing law and i have been grateful every day since so how can we come back to clarity how can we lift this fog of confusion one of the simplest things to do is just simply journal take notes sometimes we're so we're multitasking all the time We've got a cell phone in one hand, we've got a computer in another hand, and somebody's talking to us, and we got people emailing us, and it's just too much input, too much data, and our brains can't handle it, so we get confused. So if we journal, we have to focus on what we're thinking about, and we have to focus on what we're experiencing, and we have to basically shut out all the other data entries that is coming our way when we're journaling. But at least this allows us a few minutes to explore focusing on what we're thinking about the, at the minute, and we're not constantly being distracted. The problem with most confusion is, is that we're not, we're so bombarded uh, that we can't focus on anything. And if we can't focus on anything, we're not going to remember anything because the way the brain works is that you have to be focused enough on something for it to get to our data banks, our memory banks. And if we're not focused on anything, it all just goes out, as they say, in one ear and out the other. So learn to be more in the moment and take notes and journal about your life. Write down important things that are inspirational or helpful to you. Make lists of things that you need to do before you go to bed or things you want to accomplish for the next day. And then keep track of whether or not you are accomplishing what you wrote down the night before. If you write something down and you have clear about what you want to accomplish the next day, you'll be surprised how much better you sleep because you're not sitting there with your wheels churning trying to figure out what it is you're supposed to do. So if you simply write it down, that gives you the clarity to release all of the overthinking and you can get a good night's sleep. If you're... Another way to get focused and into the moment is simply do an exercise that puts you back in your body. Simply go wash your hands and feel the water running over your hands. Feel the soap. What does it feel like? What do the bubbles and the suds feel like? How, does it, how do your hands feel in the warm water? Get really into washing your hands. As you're doing that, focus on the first thing that you have to do when you dry your hands. Let everything else go. Just simply focus on what the next thing you have to do is. Not what you have to do uh, next week. Not what you have to do in two months. What do you have to do right now? If you can... Focus on a color. This will help your brain come back and your mind to come back into focus. Focus on any singular color, red, white, blue, that you choose. Just take a few minutes and focus on that color, and that will bring your mind back into focus, and the confusion will lift. I oftentimes talk about your breathing on this show and and of course this is a great way to get out of your monkey mind, to get out of your primitive mind, and get engage your frontal lobe, the cognitive analytical part of your brain, by simply breathing into the count of four, holding for a count of four, exhale to the count of four, and repeat. You can feel the air going in through your mouth or nostrils. Feel the air filling up your lungs, and then exhale. And all of that scrambled thoughts and thinking that you are going through in your confusion will stop. Another great way to deal with confusion is to go sweat. Because when you sweat, when you exercise, your brain actually gives off endorphins and other chemicals that help bring you back into focus. When you're gasping for breath, you are definitely in your body and you can't worry about all the things that you were worrying about what is going to happen tomorrow. People, it's, they've done surveys and it's shown that people who exercise on a regular basis have a greater ability to focus and they can keep their mind on task longer. So start sweating. Or at least take a daily walk or do something that would help you get in your body, feel your body. Another exercise that you can do is to slow down. I know that when I get in a hurry, I get confused. And that's generally because the when I have to get things going faster and faster and faster, I don't give myself enough time to think about what I'm doing. And so things start happening, and I don't know why. And that's because my mind is on overdrive. I'm overthinking. I'm over anxious, and I get confused. So one of the greatest exercises I've learned in, through meditation is focus on one task at a time. no matter what else is going on, you can only do one thing at a time anyway. If you try to do several things at one time, you're probably going to suffer because you're not going to be able to give 100% of yourself to the task that you need to be focused on. Then, once you've completed that task, go to the next task. Don't try to multitask. That is something only very, very few people can do successfully. So if you're trying to multitask all at the same time, it's like trying to juggle plates in the air, and eventually it's all going to come crashing down. Focus on that one task. Focus on your breathing. If you're multitasking, the risk you're running is that you're not doing anything well, you are just simply doing a lot of things mediocre or substandard, simply because you're in a hurry. If you're in a hurry, that's a sure sign that you're going to have a problem. So just slow down. If you're not on time, that's okay. It's better to do a job well and be late than to do it on time and do it half-assed because everybody will respect you if you take the time that's needed in order to accomplish something well. They're not going to respect you if you do something that's full of mistakes and not done well. Look at it this way, if you're on the telephone talking to a client, you're on the computer trying to finish a document and you've got emails coming out, the other ear, you can't possibly focus on all of these at the same time, and if you try you're going something's going to slip through a crack so just it's okay to tell the person you're talking to that give me one second. Let me clear my desk so I can focus on our conversation. Focus on that conversation, and when it's done, go to the next task. Read your emails, and don't read your emails and respond to emails while you're talking on the telephone. That's just too much for your brain to handle. Do one thing at a time. One of the biggest problems people find in sources of confusion is you're trying to control everything about your life. And this is usually because you're afraid of what would happen if you're not in control. If you're afraid of losing control, that's a good thing. But what you have to do is you have to let go of that fear. when you're stressed out because you're f- afraid of failure or people won't love you or afraid that you're not good enough or you're afraid of being abandoned this is just a fantasy that's in your head about the way things are supposed to be and you may and you're afraid that your life won't live up to that fantasy Sometimes we fantasize the way we want things to be, and of course life is not going to be that way, or it won't be that way very long. So just relax. Let go. Focus on what you have right in front of you, and everything else is going to work out. One mantra that I love or one affirmation that I love to say to myself when I'm getting stressed out is, I am at peace. Everything is going to work out. I let go of my stress and joyfully breathe in trust and peace. Everything is working out perfectly. Everything is working out perfectly. Everything is working out perfectly. Focus on who you are. Be yourself. If you start trying to live a life that's not you, you will get confused, guaranteed, because you won't know how to be somebody else. You only know how to be yourself. And when you are yourself, when you have that authenticity, when you have that believability, when people know what to expect or to anticipate because you are you your life will become much better ask yourself if I started being myself what would life look like and then go find out accept people the way they are and smile We get upset, we get confused when people don't do what we expect them to do. We get upset and angry because other people don't live up to our expectations. What a waste of time. Just accept them for who they are. Recognize that they're trying to do the best they can and that they're doing their best. Don't try to change them. Simply try to support them. And be yourself. There's nothing confusing about that. Maybe the best gift that you can give to somebody is to be yourself. If things are so confusing that you become overwhelmed, simply detach and take a walk outside. Five to ten minutes is all you need. It makes your body move, it gives you a new perspective. It allows your brain to settle down, and you'll improve your mood and your perspective. When you're confused, scan your body. Find that confusion in your body and let go of it. Imagine the confusion as a ball of fog or some sort of fire. And just watch it leave your body. Simply concentrate on what's right in front of you. And the confusion will leave. And remember that God gives us confusion to show us who is really in control. We are not in control of anything. We are just here to experience our life. Confusion is simply a sign that we need to slow down. Focus on one thing at a time. Let go of our attachments to the results and enjoy our journey. Many times in my experience, if you're confused, that means that you're about to learn a great truth about life. So just relax. Look for the lesson and enjoy the ride. So thank you for listening. I hope that this will help you become clearer and lessen the confusion in your life. We're about out of time, so I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to Get Real Radio here on Voice America. And come back next week when we'll have another great show. This is James Robinson, and I look forward to having you Join us next week for more enlightening broadcasting. And remember, you can always go on the Voice America website and listen to any of our prior shows and learn how to enjoy your life. So this is James Robinson, and we'll be with you next week.